So you're fortunate enough to be a participant in the Thrift Savings Plan. That's the TSP or the federal government's 401k. You've got great fund options, but you're thinking of rolling that money over into an IRA for retirement. And you're wondering, can you find funds outside of the TSP that match the funds in the TSP? That's the question we're going to tackle in today's video. Hey everybody, my name is Rob Berger. This is the Financial Freedom Show, where we talk about investing, retirement, and financial freedom. If those topics are of interest to you, I encourage you to subscribe to the channel. I also send out an email, a newsletter every Sunday morning. You can subscribe to that newsletter with the link below this video. Today's topic comes from a viewer named Doug. He emailed me and he said, I must say that I'm a little nervous about pulling most of my TSP over into a financial institution out from under the government's oversight. Would it be possible to cover an example of taking a TSP account proportioned something like 40% C fund, 35% S fund, 10% I fund, and 15% F fund into comparable fidelity funds? Well, Doug, yes, actually, it's pretty straightforward. So we will take a look at it today. Let's just dive right in. I'll begin by showing you, this is right from the TSP.gov website. We're actually going to look, you mentioned four funds. We're, all, we're actually going to look at five. We're also going to look at the G fund here. But here are the uh, the five funds that uh, are available, or five of them uh, that are available in the TSP. They also have life cycle funds. But we're going to focus on these five. Now, what I'm going to do is show you fidelity funds uh, that can match up with at least four of these. We'll see the G fund is special. We'll save that one for last. Uh, uh, but uh, I'm going to show you fidelity funds. But below the video... I'll also link to Vanguard funds that can match up quite nicely with these funds as well. And I want to begin with the C fund. And what we can do is we can see what the C fund does right here. We can see it's trying to match the performance of the S&P 500. So this is a pretty easy one, right? We just need to find an S&P 500 index fund. Uh, all of the, the, the big mutual fund companies offer them. Uh, in the case of Fidelity, here you go. FXAIX, we can actually, the name kind of gives it away, right? Fidelity 500 Index Fund, but we can scroll down here and sure enough, strategy. Normally invest at least 80% of assets in common stocks included in the S&P 500 uh, Index. We can also then compare performance, uh, and I like to go to the 10-year mark. So the Fidelity Fund 1332, if we come over here to the C Fund, uh, two basis points higher, 1334. One thing to keep in mind, by the way, when you're comparing performance is the date. So this, uh, that the, the TSP shows us data as of November, 2022. I'm recording this in December of 2022. Fidelity might give us more timely information. Yeah, so this is as of 1216. So just keep that in mind. Uh, but Doug, there you go. That's, uh, that's the C fund, very, very easy, straightforward. Uh, the next one I want to look at is the S fund, which is small cap. And we can see that it tracks the Dow Jones U.S. Uh, completion total stock market index. Basically, that index includes all of the U.S. companies not included in the S&P 500. Fidelity has a similar fund. Here it is. Fidelity Extended Market Index Fund, FSMAX. And we can actually come down to the description of the strategy. I've already got it highlighted there. Same thing. Uh, the uh, performance, I believe, is a little different. Let's see here. It's 1065 here. Uh, the S fund, 1076. Again, the, the timing is a little off. Uh, and also keep in mind that when you're comparing two index funds, 
you know, their fees could be a, a tad different. In this case, both of these funds are really, really inexpensive. You know, one might be a little better at tracking the index. So there could be some differences over time, particularly shorter periods of time. Uh, but long term, in, unless the, there's a big difference in fees, uh, it shouldn't be a significant difference in the performance. Now, one thing I want to mention, uh, the CNS funds and the comparable fidelity funds we've looked at effectively account for the entire U.S. stock market. So you could get all of that exposure in a single fund, just a total U.S. Uh, uh, stock market fund. I suppose one advantage of breaking it into two funds is you can decide how much to put in each one. Uh, in this case, Doug is looking at 40% uh, in the S&P 500, 35%. Uh, in, in the extended market. So maybe he wants control over how much goes in each fund. But if you prefer simplicity, you could take those two funds and combine them into just one total U.S. market fund as well. That would be an option. Okay. So now uh, iFund, this is the, the third of the three stock funds. We'll see the GNF funds are both fixed income. Uh, and this tracks the MSCI EAFE. You can see it's Europe, Australia, Asia, and Far East. Uh, index. Uh, so not a problem. Yep, Fidelity has that as well. Here it is. It's the Fidelity International Index Fund, FSPSX. And if we scroll down, actually need to go up to summary. We can see here it is. There it is. MSCI, by the way, just stands for Morgan Stanley Capital International. And that's the index this fund tracks. We can look at performance, what, over 10 years, not nearly as good as U.S. stocks, 533. And here we're getting uh, notably higher, 556. Again, the timing's off, so that, but but over 10 years, the, you know, a, a half a month timing difference uh, isn't going to change uh, the 10 year return that much. So uh, in this case, don't really know why it could be a more efficiently run fund. Maybe they track the index a little differently. There's been some differences there, but it, it effectively tracks the same index. And then let's go to the F fund. This is just a total U.S. bond fund. It, it tracks the very popular Bloomberg U.S. Ag Bond Index Fund, right? And uh, Fidelity has a fund like that. Here it is, Fidelity U.S. Bond Index Fund, FXNAX. Uh, so there you go. Uh, those are sort of the four funds you mentioned, and those would be the Fidelity counterparts. I will note, you know, it's 106 here after 10 years. Uh, this fund shows 135. That's a pretty significant difference for a fixed income fund. Again, uh, I can't give you an explanation for that. Uh, they are tracking the same index, uh, but maybe uh, the F fund is just doing a better job of it, I suppose, or maybe we figured out a way to do it more efficiently. Keep in mind, too, the expenses on these funds are going to be uh, comparable. Let's see, for the F fund, it's... Um, 1.5 basis points for the Fidelity Fund. Uh, it is, go to the summary, two and a half basis points. It is a one basis point difference, uh, not a, not significant. Uh, but keep in mind that, that ex those expense ratios don't include transaction costs. So I don't know, maybe uh, the, the federal government fund has, has figured out a way to keep transaction costs lower. But there is that difference. Now, the last one I want to mention is a real problem. The G fund doesn't have, there's no comparable mutual fund or ETF available anywhere that matches the G fund. Why? Because the securities in the G fund were basically made up by the federal government just for this fund. 
Uh, and in fact, you'll see in the description, there's no sort of index that gets mentioned here, right? It's not tracking a known index. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a fund and securities, government securities specifically for this fund. Now, could we try to come up with something kind of comparable? Well, perhaps, according to at least one source, I'll show it to you in a minute, it's kind of comparable, are you ready for this? To a combination of treasury bills and I-bonds. Yeah, not exactly an easy portfolio to implement. If you know I-bonds, you can't buy them in a fund. You gotta go directly to Treasury Direct and there's a limit to how much you can, you can buy each year. But at least according to this recent Morningstar article, comparing the thrift savings plans offering to treasury bills and I-bonds, it's an excellent article. I highly recommend it. Uh, I'm not going to uh, uh, read through the whole thing for you, uh, but it's a very easy read. And what, what he ultimately concludes is that the G Fund is most like a combination of treasury bills and I-bonds. And he goes through and looks at a lot of comparisons going back, you know, about 30, 30 years. Again, I'll leave a link to that article below the video. Frankly, if I had a TSP and I wanted to roll over to an IRA, I probably wouldn't even try to, to, to mirror the G, the G fund. I think it's just too much, uh, too difficult to do. But uh, at least according to this source, treasury bills and I bonds come the closest to it. I'd probably be fine just with a total bond fund. I noticed, Doug, in your question, you don't actually mention the G funds and perhaps you've already reached that conclusion. But there you go. Those are a very comparable fidelity funds, at least for four of the five TSP funds. As I mentioned, Below this video, I'll also include Vanguard funds uh, that match up nicely with those four funds as well. Well, Doug, hope this helps. If uh, there are any questions, please leave them in the comments below. I'll do my best to help you out any way I can. And until next time, remember, the best thing money can buy is financial freedom.